You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 626. Future Apple. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. Yeah, we um, this 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 has been like probably one of the longest intros <laughs> to, to this show ever, and and there will be a future show where we will talk about. I mean, typically when we say, "Okay, oh, you guys missed this great stuff," and we can't talk about, it. this is one time when we will talk about it. Not on this show, not on this show. But in a future show, you know, during one of those times when Apple has like nothing going on like this week and, you know, we'll just kind of work with it from there. We, we actually even have a title. We have a title for the, for that future show. <laughs> I wrote it down because I knew I'd forget. How you doing today, Gaz? I'm doing very well. Very, very well. Very busy. But hey, you know, we all have busy lives. So. Yeah, it's worth it, though. It is. Now, um, Gaz, don't you hate rumor shows? No, I love them. Oh, good. Because rumor <laughs> shows are filled with crazy speculations really? like uh, tech analysts, the hosts hope you forget about when proven wrong. Uh, if, if you hate crazy speculative rumor shows, you may not be happy with this one, but we'll make it fun anyway. And that's all going to be. That's all going to be in the center section. Uh, what have you, I almost, I'm almost hesitant to say this, Gaz, what have you got going on in your life? Well, Guy, <laughs> we could be on for a major change in our lives as Mrs. G and myself, after 30 years, are looking to move from our current house. Uh, they say it's one of the most stressful things that you can do. Well, maybe, but so far we're in a bit of a whirlwind. Yeah, uh, I think the stress, I think the stress, I think the stress might come later. Uh, when we're trying to uh, arrange everything as it comes together. Uh, but there's a way to go on that. Uh, and at the moment, I'm using the Mac quite a lot, actually, to cover things off, like I'm storing notes, yep, in notes, um, across my devices as a checklist so I can see what's going on. I'm putting all of the numbers of the monies and the extra huh. and you know, all of the costs into yeah. yep, what you, numbers. What are, you, what are you using for that? I'm using numbers, yep. <laughs> I'm putting the numbers into numbers, uh, to, and again, syncing it all across the devices so I can check when asked when I'm out and about. Um, so does this mean uh, a change for me here? Well, I hope not. Uh, but the place we're thinking of possibly moving to is a little um, uh, in the country. So we'll have to wait and see. But more <laughs> news on that, I'm sure, in the up and coming weeks. Fingers crossed, uh, touching wood, all of that stuff, which makes absolutely no difference at all. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> in my in my case, I, what I actually have here in the show notes is that uh, I was I'm waiting for a 2012 13 inch MacBook Pro to replace my wife's 2008 uh, metal unibody MacBook. Uh, however, it has shown up, and oui. I had what I had forgotten was uh, to to get a little more life out of that 2008 machine. I'd put a 256 gig SSD in it, so my original plan was to connect the two laptops with like an Ethernet cable and do migration assistant and move all the information over. But once I opened up that unibody MacBook, it was like, oh, there's an, there's an SSD here. <laughs> why would I use, you know, why would I leave this SSD in this 2008 machine when I can just put it in the new one, which is what I did. So I, it, it, and honestly, it took much less time than migration assistant probably would have taken. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so it all worked yeah, out yeah. pretty well. That's right. You you have to be a little bit careful though when you start doing that with much newer machines because they're in the um, 
in some of the firmware, they kind of recognize some of the software and, and, and how it's linked to the type of device that you've got. So I think in some cases, as you go forward, it's not as good an idea to do that. It's probably better to migrate it across. But um, I think with the 2012, for, uh, 2008 to 2012, you're probably okay. Um, yeah, well, and- so far, the only thing that's not working, she can't get one of her email accounts to work. Uh, and I'm sure that's not because of that. So, well, I hope not. No, I doubt it. I doubt it. But you might want to check out that SSD though, guy, because um, SSDs have moved on somewhat. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Well, it was weird. I, 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 I had actually gone to yeah, and we're not sponsored by Otherworld Computing, but that was the site I Who? just happened to be Otherworld Computing at MaxSales.com. Oh, yeah, 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 at MaxSales.com. And they had, and this is showing you just how quickly prices are dropping on SSDs. They had a one terabyte SSD for about 350 bucks. Wowzers. Well, oh no, that is cheap. Yeah. Well, uh, (laughs) go back before June and that would have been quite cheap up in the UK. But now it's probably about the right price. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I had bought because I've got a that uh, that two terabyte uh, SSD. Or did I say yes gigabyte? I meant terabyte. Yeah, you uh, meant terabyte. I yeah. knew. You, I knew. You, yeah, I I heard terabyte. You may have said gigabyte. I, I, I may I have said terabyte. gigabyte. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got that two terabyte SSD in this Mac Pro, and that was like seven hundred plus dollars back yeah, when I got yeah, that. I rem- yeah, I remember. I remember yeah, yeah, I'm not sure what they're going for now, but. Um, when, when Loads the, of money. <laughs> the the box shows up, and my wife was like, "Okay, what did you buy now?" And it was like, <laughs> "Well, well <laughs> funny you should say that in relationship to um, what I mentioned." Um, I'm looking at, and in fact, there's a couple of things that <laughs> in this show which are related to it. But I last night was awake. Because of what's going on, my mind is is not resting sure. at night, uh, and I was awake at about two o'clock in the morning. And I went on to Amazon thinking, uh, you know what? Because you, you had you had contacted me. It was like six thirty in the morning here in DC. <laughs> yeah, and when I yeah. saw that, I was sitting there thinking, what the hell is he still doing up? <laughs> yeah, that's because I yeah I wasn't up. I was actually in bed, <laughs> but awake. <laughs> so I ordered one of these um, laser uh, distance calculators. Sure. And it's um, it, it was on Prime, and it was quite going quite cheap. It got lots and lots of good reviews, and it it turned up about an hour ago, hour and a half ago. Oh, nice! So I've been checking it out. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, you, you can use that to tease the cat too. <laughs> Blind the cat, you mean? That's <laughs> a good idea. I quite like that idea. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's nasty, isn't it? I mean, I yeah, that's probably not a good idea. And- <laughs> I am a cat person. I mean, we have, you are, you are. And I as matter of fact, I'm taking, I'm taking the two tabbies to the, uh, the veterinarians on Monday and this will be. So the- it, funny you should say that. Cause Mrs. G is taking <laughs> our dog to the vets on Monday to have his toenails clipped. Wow. It's like, it's like we're in sync somehow. No, not really. I guess that's kind of crazy. <laughs> Shall we go on over to the mymac.com recent articles? I think. My Mac podcast is a point at which we should move. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, the first is, one, should I go ahead? Yeah. Sorry. I was going to say something and there was no, pointless. please. Carry on. No, no, no. Really? Something <laughs> pointless is going to be said on this show. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the, first, no, you go. the first article is, uh, I don't know if that's on two or O N two headphones. This is a review by Thale Dorn. Dale's first impressions of the sound of the Think Sound on, I'm just going to say on two, on two headphones. Say on two, guy, because it looks reasonable. Yeah, and he actually says here, on two hereafter, which I probably should have taken out, but that's okay, (laughs) are based on direct comparisons to other headphones, particularly those that resemble its design, midsize portable, and also to a few premium headphones for reference. He'll describe how he relates to the on two. After covering all of the objective issues, if you'd like to read that review by Dale Thorne, go on over to the website, y'all. 
Geek Gear Show Ever 230. Geek Gear and Questions. This yeah, wait, week, actually, it, before you go on, if it's the geekiest show ever, does that mean starting from episode one all the way up to 230 that they have to out-geek themselves each week? They have to get geekier. It gets to the point where they're just like... <laughs> well, is that Sorry. geeky? Well, it's, There's it's... lots of things. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Guy, actually. <laughs> Tangentially speaking. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Um, there's lots of things that you can get geeky about. And all I'm going to say to you is I used to work in a fishing tackle shop selling gear, fishing gear. And carp fishing in the UK has become a big business. And if you want to look at tech and get geeky, go and watch some of the carp fishing videos that there are out there on YouTube now. So there's lots of things to get geeky about. And this week it is Melissa, Mike and Kevin. Elisa apparently is off traveling to warm climbs. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah, Kevin you know got another she arc- I don't Actually, know. Yeah. She, she. Are you interrupting me? Yes, I am. I'm sorry. She booked a cruise to the Caribbeans at the same time. Oh, that hurricane! Uh, um, Ooh. what is the hell's the name of that hurricane? Matthew, uh, is it? Matthew. Hurricane Matthew. Yeah, Hurricane Matthew is like churning around in there. Um, I, I think, uh, I think she's back. But yeah, it's like talk about talk about bad timing. Well, be safe, Elisa, and I hope you get a replacement at some point. Anyway, um. So Elisa is not traveling to warm climbs. Uh, Kevin's got another arcade block and talks about what is in this and talks about what was in it this month. I should have read that. Also has gone some more discounts. What? (laughs) (laughs) Words are hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, there should be a comma in there. Also, has some more discount codes to share on a first-come, first-served basis. So if you're listening to us talking about that, you've probably missed those discount codes. So sorry about that, folks. Go listen to it anyway. Um, next up, I'm up Spotlight and Reyes Penak? Penak? Penak. <laughs> Go to the chopper. <laughs> Who are the people behind the technology that we love so much? Each, each week here at mymac.com, <laughs> we will spotlight t- a company, developer, or person that supports Apple users by asking them to answer seven questions. This week, Tim. <laughs> Turns his attention to Andreas Panak, creator of Sinalize It. Go listen now. That's a pretty good impression, actually. <laughs> Club Nintendo level 143. Uh, Tim and John discuss the newly announced Famicom Mini, Pokemon Donuts, Shovel Knight 3D, and more. That gets weirder and weirder. I, I want to listen to that just for those topics alone. <laughs> yeah. Irish week, we're talking Famicom. Oh, the Famicom Pokemon Mini. Donuts. Better <laughs> catch them all. <laughs> and just, <sighs> I, I saw on, my, on Facebook, one of my friends posted a, uh, or was it you? I don't know. It was Could a picture of the back of a van, and it said, no donuts are kept in this van overnight. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. I would have kept all my donuts in that van. Because I'm just well, weird that way. It's 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 like you know you 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 wander around you see no tools are kept in this van overnight. Well, no donuts are kept in this particular van. So. <laughs> uh, I think I, I think I think it was a certain um, underwater uh, donut company. Underwater donut company. Oh, Dunkin' Donuts. Ah, this is Jacques Clouseau <laughs> today. <laughs> I'm searching for the wild donuts. That's really we awful, best crack on. Awful. We best crack on. <laughs> well, uh, next up, I was wrong. No, you um, weren't. Well, John was wrong ah. about Bob Dylan. This is so, a Nemo memo. So, so you 
I screwed up. You didn't. No, I didn't. It was uh, John. This is right. Nam Gimo. What's the message? Well, the message is John didn't. I, I, I really cut this down quite a bit because, you know, I was reading what, what John had written and there was so much information that it would have taken half of this segment to explain it all. So I condense it down to this. John didn't like later recordings by Bob Dylan and says why, then explains how he was wrong. Go on over Go the website. Over, uh, read. <laughs> <laughs> read. You can read the whole thing there. Think Sound MSO2 and Rain 3 in-ear stereo earphones. This is a review by Thale Dawn. Dale's first impressions of the sound of the ThinkSound MS2 and Rain 3 earphones are based on comparisons to other IEM Sennheiser IE800, RHAT20s, B&O H3s to a few referenced headphones. Those were the referenced headphones. And to notes he accumulated from many prior reviews. He'll describe how he relates to these IEM um, open bracket I dot E dot his personal tastes and how he uses these earphones only after covering all of the objective issues go over and read what is pretty much a comprehensive review by Dale of the MS 2 and rain three in ear stereo headphones earphones earphones headphones for that yeah uh, hold on just You'll, a second here folks. I what yeah i uh I, I don't really know what's what's going on I'll, I'll i'll check that when we when we hit the break uh sorry about Perfect. that folks uh the next article is let's talk apple 37 for september 2016 the show starts with a quick look at some apple related legal stories which broke in september there's always apple related legal stories and they all originate in east freaking texas the four main stories are Apple's new hardware, Apple's new OS is some more developments in the privacy war and two new corporate deals for Apple. And gas was actually on that show. So go give that a listen. Y'all. It was quite enjoyable actually. It was. Okay. So tech fan 274 TV pie, two main topics this week, Tim and David talk <laughs> the Raspberry Pi and the future of TV. Go over, download, listen, and enjoy. And if you would like to write for the MyMac.com website, all you have to do is contact John Nemo, and his email address is Nemo at MyMac.com. And let's see if we can get you writing for the mighty, mighty, yeah, MyMac.com website. And actually, and speaking any, of webs of uh, email addresses, I got a uh, guy at mymac.com working again. Yay. Yeah. I can't send from it, but I, I can at least receive emails. I don't know. <laughs> the, the email just comes so difficult for me. I don't know why. Uh, but you can also contact me uh, on the Twitters at Mac Parrot. Gaz, how can people get a hold of you if, if they want to contact us about all this fantastic content we give them each week? Twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z, or Gaz at MyMac.com. Yeah. So I guess uh, I guess that's it for this. Yeah. Segment. Yeah. Finished. Yeah. So should, should I take us out? I think, I think Arnie should. Okay. Everyone stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back. Rachel, let's cross this I'm Bart Bouchard, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. Tending to digress or to reply to questions obliquely. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. This is the section that if you don't like rumor shows, you're, 
you're going to hate this section. So just skip on ahead to the, the part where we get funny again, um, which <laughs> may have been last week's uh, show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Every show is better than the next. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, now, the, what what kind of brought this all on is it, hopefully in just a, a short time away, uh, Apple will be releasing new Mac hardware, and they haven't done this in a really long time. So I thought, why not peer into that G-Men crystal ball for what we think Apple will do next? And what we're not going to talk about is, you know, something like, well, I think the iPhone 8 will come out next September, because, you know, if you can't figure that out, you shouldn't be using anything more dangerous than a dry sponge. Okay. That's, can, that's, and can I, can, can I say everybody, Guy's been meticulous in his show note writing and so have I. Or anal, you know, you could go either way with that. No, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking about the, I, <laughs> you've written sentences and I've written words. Yeah. Well, you see, but this way, you know what I'm going to say. I have yeah. no idea what you're going to say in response. So the, the first That's one, the way up, I like it <laughs> first one. I, and honestly, it, it kind of gets me back because with the way my mind works, you usually have no idea what's going to come out of my mouth either. <laughs> true. All right. First one up is the max. Now in my mind, the max are really tough to judge, especially since Apple hasn't done a major update in a long time. But I think the trend and I think we're kind of seeing this already will be to go with fewer models. Now, I think the MacBook air is going to be history and that the, uh, the, uh, uh, blah, 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 that a less expensive MacBook will be taking its place. And it wouldn't surprise me to see the retina screen in the MacBook either. Uh, I think the Mac mini will live on, but only with one model, which will be a low performance two core processor model. MacBook Ooh. pros will continue with both 13 and 15 inch models. So I think there'll be fewer options uh, across the line. I think that uh, there'll be no more Ram upgrades after the sale. And we're already seeing that with, with most of them now uh, updated Mac pro early next year with just a processor bump. I think IMAX will get a speed bump with the Ram Ram upgrade slot becoming history, even for the 27 inch model. And of course, in 2017, at the announcement that Macs are switching to ARM, you know I had to go there. Uh, I've said, huh, what he said. Actually, that's not true. Okay, so let me jump in. But that would be such a shame if they get rid of the MacBook Air, but I suppose this is about what the future Apple, not past Apple. If they do that, um, watch out for the, the fire sale, which everybody's going to do in trying to get hold of those MacBook Airs, because I think they're a classic design. Um, yeah. I, the original MacBook Air, when it came out, I didn't like the second option that came out with the 11 and 13 inch. I thought were beautiful. I have one and I'll be sad to see them go. I might actually buy one myself. Uh, the MacBook is definitely the, the way they're going to go. Um, I totally agree with you. And I think I also agree with it um, going Retina. Um, I think there will be lots more um, iOS type processes on there, like, uh, you know, the touchscreen. Well, it's got the touchpad at the front, but I think there'll be fingerprint recognition, all that sort of stuff come in there as well. And, you know, obviously uh, Sierra's got voice recognition, but I think I think they might add a few other extra bits like that in. I hope that they keep uh, plenty of ports on there. <sighs> what, on the Oops. MacBook or the yeah, MacBook Pros? Was, the MacBook. Ah, yeah, because they have so that's many why, now. Yeah, that's why I sighed. Anyway, the Mac Mini, <laughs> yeah. Boo hiss, boo hiss, boo hiss. If they and go down you know what? to one I model. actually, I agree with you there. I think <clears throat> that Apple is missing so I many that, sales yeah. I think with, with but, how badly they're treating the Mac mini. I, I yeah. think the Mac mini could be a, a huge success if I, they well, just made a couple of minor changes to it. I don't know it would be a huge success, but I think it would be still really successful. Uh, the MacBook Pros, yeah, continue on the 13 and 15 inch. Actually, I'd, I'd slightly disagree with you on the RAM. I think they will bump the RAMs, the RAM up. 
my concern is that they start to go down the soldered route and you've got to buy the you know the spec oh, yeah. that you well, that, want that's what i meant that's what i meant with that ah sorry i didn't get that that as an understanding sorry um so what you're saying is you couldn't up upgrade yeah okay i got After you now the sale. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm i misread what you meant there um misunderstood what you meant so um yeah i agree with you on that one updated mac pro early next year boy but that'll be almost then that'll be almost four, four years, years right you know. i know yeah what what did they say can't innovate my, my ass. ass yeah yeah mm. ass i think you said it like ass ass i can't <laughs> can't scare myself um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's that's poor and, and anyway imax to get Apple. a speed bump with ram upgrade slot becoming history on the 27 model Ooh, controversial but i've got a feeling that you may well be right um that's too bad. as long as they make the lower end ram on any of these machines a reasonable amount I don't think you'll have too much of a problem, but I not sure they will. No, and then, I, they'll stick. They'll stick with eight gigs up until it's ridiculous for the low. For, yeah, for yeah, you're probably your, your true. base machine. Yeah, you're probably right. When honestly, at the even at this point right now, and with it as cheap as RAM is, every single new Mac coming out should have 16 gigs of RAM. In my opinion, agreed. Agreed, agreed, definitely. And your last piece about, of course, the 2017 announcement of the Macs are now switching to ARM. Yeah, I think they're, I think they're going to go back to Power Pro. But they... uh, the Power PC. Yeah. Yeah, I actually think that they're going to get back with Motorola and release release an anniversary Mac that has the the original 7.8 megahertz 68,000 Motorola processor. And they're going to call it Android. <laughs> Actually, there, there is no, I, I can't think of a single portable device that doesn't blow that machine away. Even, you yeah, know. yeah, well, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Next. So next up, iPhones. Uh, next year is the 10th anniversary of the iPhone. And uh, lots of people are predicting huge things for it. Uh, I see little more than incremental changes, uh, better camera improvements because of iOS 11, uh, more than the hardware itself, though. I would like to see a dock to turn iOS devices into laptops or desktops. Yeah. Like, yeah we've talked about that. We've talked about crazy that. Talk. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that in the past. Um, uh, actually guy, I'm with you on that. All of those people that are going on and on about it's going to be a fantastic phone. It's going to be different because it's a 10th anniversary. Watch out. It's like, you know, it's going to be a special edition. Do you know if, if Steve Jobs, Jobs was there, I could imagine them having a bit of a special edition product. Maybe. Yeah. Do you know, I can't, I can't see that with the current, the current Apple team. I just don't see it. I just think it's all about, uh, yeah. They've got the ethos and they've tried to keep the ethos going, but I just can't see them going away from what they want they currently to do. do. Yeah. Which well, is did, the did you ever plan. see the twentieth anniversary Mac? Did you ever see pictures of that? I didn't know. If you get I a didn't. chance, look that up. This was a machine that came out, I think it was in nineteen ninety six. It was for the twentieth anniversary, not of the Mac, but of, of Apple computer. And yeah. it had it had like I think it was a twelve inch and this was you know, groundbreaking at the time, 12 inch LCD display, uh, a stand up little CD DVD burner. It had this, this, these incredible speakers, but remember we're talking about 1996. So that was, you know, 20 years ago, but it really, really was a, a beautiful machine. And yeah, I, it didn't I, sell I, very I, well because they wanted like 10 grand for it. Yeah. And, and, I think and it was even underpowered. Yeah, I think that's going to be the problem here. You know what? It's a special edition, a special edition for what? What are they going to change, which is so special? You right. know, if if they change, if they change a load of stuff on it, what? But you're going to say, well, hang on a minute. Why is what I've got now so crap? And you've brought out a special edition, which is so much better, with all these extra whiz bang whistles. Yeah, unless I, I, it's a lot of money. <laughs> 
for a special edition because it's so different and it's something which is out of what they're doing at the moment. I can't see it. And that means it will be a one off or a few off. They won't they won't be going into mass production, which means it will be expensive, probably means it will be underpowered and probably means that we'll end up going in 20 years' time. That was an amazing... I think I think Gaz actually wrote in the show notes at the time, yawn, yawn, yawn. <laughs> he was right. He was absolutely right. Gaz, you are absolutely right. <laughs> um, moving on. Moving on. Okay, iPads. Uh, much like the iPhone, I don't see a whole lot of change, though consolidating the line to uh, just three devices, the iPad Pro 10 and 12-inch, uh, and the iPad Mini. I don't see an iPad Mini Pro. I don't really see the point in that. Uh, some variations on storage size, and I don't see a bump to 512 megs, especially with, you know, Apple is really pushing like crazy cloud computing. You look at what they're doing in Sierra, where they're basically trying to take your entire documents folder and push that to the cloud so that all of your documents, assuming that you have them in the documents folder, are available across all of your devices, regardless of what OS is running. You know, and I, I just don't see them. I, I just don't see Apple adding a whole lot more storage to what is essentially supposed to be a portable device. I personally think that they definitely need to develop this area. Um, the, the arena of the iPad is something which they took the market by storm on. And I just get the feeling that they're losing ground now on it. And I, they need to, I don't know what it is, but they need to bring something out of the bag. They need to, <clears throat> they need to do something either with accessories, with the device itself, but it seems to be a little bit stagnant at the moment. And I think the iPad is a great area to move forward for in computing my wife loves the ipad that she's got i mean it's a couple of years old now the one she's got and she it if she pretty much doesn't use the imac we haven't got a laptop in the house so that's pretty much other than a phone the only computer she uses right and, and what is she, what does that tell it? you Gaz? that well number one it, it tells you that when apple made the original ipad and all of the iterations of it since it was very well made. It was very well designed. It lasts a long time. And the fact that they control both the hardware and the operating system, as well as the applications that, that run on it, says that, you know, you don't, it's, it's not like you're going to get a, a huge amount of difference if you buy a new iPad every year. And you could almost say the same thing about the phone. But the thing with phones, I think people that, that buy new phones every single year for just, I mean, just to have a new phone. I think that's, that's more along the lines of, Ooh, I've got the new phone and you don't kind of thing. But with the iPad, you, you know, you, you look at other than the, the, the original iPad pro, the 12 inch at a distance. If you look at, at an iPad air and the new iPad pro from three feet away, chances are you couldn't tell the difference. So yeah. there is no, I've got the new one and you can tell because of X, Y, Z when it comes to the iPad. So I think people just have a tendency to hang on to it, hang yeah, on to them longer. And they do, and, and, and fair dues to Apple. They did a fantastic job on this when they first brought it out. They really hit this ball out of the park. But I do just get the feeling that they're losing a little bit of ground compared to the other, um, the other uh, tablet competition. Um, I, well, do, I might, do you know who? I might, I might, I might be completely wrong in that guy. It's just the feeling that I get, and I just think they need to reinvigorate the area. And just coming out with the pro model um, with the pencil is great. It's absolutely great, and that, and they need to keep doing that. So, um, you know, fair dues to Apple ate it out the park first time round. Um, I'm not an Apple apologist, as you know, right. um, but I'll, I'll give them kudos on, on the iPad because well, I still you, know people. I'll give them kudos because I know that people are still using the iPad one and they still love it and it still does what they need it sure. to do. Well, do you, do you know what their competition is? Seriously? It's not Android tablets. No, you know, the people that are buying Android tablets, they buy them and then they end up on it's a coffee guy. table or it's the computers. No, it, yeah, it's, it, it's the surface. And yeah, I hate yeah, to say that because when I first I saw you. the surface, I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Who's going to want to do this? 
but no, that, 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 yeah, it's that, selling that, yeah. in greater numbers than I ever thought yeah. it would. Yeah. Anyway. But, but it's weird because they're not really competing products other than the fact that they're no, both ultra true. portable. No, but it's, yeah. I know, but I think it's the, it's the, it's definitely, um, the Microsoft, um, surface, but there are other, um, laptops, which I think the iPad is taking away from. It's definitely, I agree with you. It's not other Android or other tablets. Um, because, you know, there are a ton of cheap tablets out there and readers and, and stuff. And that's people, just what they are. But that's exactly precisely. That's just what they are. But this, I think this computing, you know, but I, I suppose to some, in some degree, I'm actually arguing myself down because, <laughs> be, because if they push it too far, we're actually going to get back to having a laptop to a certain degree. Um, but I, I still think that the environment and the area needs, needs a bit of refreshing. And perhaps that's what, you know, perhaps I'm missing the point with the software. Perhaps the software that we all talk about because we're using it with the iOS device, those people that are just with our iPhones, those people that have got just an iPad, perhaps haven't got an iOS device, uh, sorry, an iPhone, have just got an iPad device. They're seeing the move forward with the new iOSs as they come along. And perhaps I'm missing that because I see it on the iPhone. I'm expecting it on the iPhone and I utilize it on the iPhone. And then when I use the iPad, I think, yep, yep, that's still the same. That's great. Whereas someone who hasn't got an iPhone, they get the new software and go, ah, that's great. So, you know, perhaps I've argued myself all the way around. There you go. Yeah. But I still, I still, I still, I like that. And I think perhaps developing the area is, you know, with the pencil, the Apple Pencil and, you know, the new docking system. And perhaps that's something which um, we've not got into and that's where they are developing. But yeah, so, well, yeah I, carry, I, carry, carry, carry on, Apple, as you were. <laughs> Keep going. There you go. Not way to go, Apple. Pat, pat, pat. Uh, <laughs> next up is the device that uh, I don't have. But you have one, I believe. The Apple no, Watch. No, I don't. No, you don't no, have no, one. Don't. Oh, I thought you no. said on, on Bart's Let's Talk Apple, you said you had one. No, I wanted one. Oh, that's right. That's right. And then I you like one. You, you came back. To, you came back to sanity at the last minute. Yes, okay. Yes, I, um, I, 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 pulled, I, 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 I took my cup from the Kool Aid uh, <laughs> machine and uh, and and came away with it empty. Yes. Okay. Well, when it comes to the Apple Watch, um, eventually they will be enabled to take calls and receive messages apart from an iPhone. And what I'd kind of like to see are SIM cards with the same uh, telephone number that you can turn on and off depending on, on which device that you're actually using at any given time. And I also think that they're going to come out with a, especially if they do something like um, making it en enabled to take calls. Uh, which is going to require a lot more juice. So I think they would need a slightly larger one to accommodate a slightly larger battery. Uh, once I can have a device on my wrist that I can do a lot of the things that I'm, I'm, you know, taking my phone out of my pocket for now, then I may go ahead and get one. But right now the Apple watch still really has, you know, no, no interest for me at all. It has a lot of interest for me. Um, but I think actually, um, I've written one word in my notes. Guy, guy's written a few sentences. Sentences. I've written one word. I've said round, but I don't just mean round because I've, I've been thinking about this. That um, watch design is a key part of selling watches. People like their different, you know, designs of their watches, and Apple have got the software so they can change the look and feel of the interaction between you and the device. That's great. But actually, most people, when they're walking around with their Apple devices or their Apple watches, you'll see the screen as black. OK, so right. that's it. It's black. There's no design. there. It's just black. Now, they've come out with a gold watch last year, you know, the special edition, which has now gone away. It's come out now with the, um, the ceramic the one. Nike one. Right. And the, no, the ceramic one. You know, which is a design ethic. They've come out with the, they're coming out with the Nike one. Uh, they, they've got stainless steel. They've got aluminium. Uh, they might come out with some platinum type one, and they might come up. That's all well and good, 
but actually you've still got the same, same basic design. shape, same design. Right. And I wonder moving forward whether they'll they'll change the design of it. And so you'll get a range of going into the sh- into the Apple Store and going, ooh, actually I like the round one. Oh, the oval one's nice. Oh, the square one. I'm not sure. Actually, mm, this is nice on my hand, isn't it? And I think that's where we might end up going in the future. Not yet. Not yet. But I think possibly in the future. Yeah, I want one that looks like it's going in different directions at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> much much like me in that last piece about iPads. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, last up, and, and all we're going to talk about really is uh, hardware, uh, the Apple TV. And uh, the latest Apple TV, which I had, did you get the latest Apple TV? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think the device itself isn't going to change very much, but I do believe... Yeah that an Apple TV service is coming, both a la carte and bundled channels. And this is really what's needed to finally get cable companies out of the the cable business. And really, all they should be doing at this point is supplying the pipes. You know, I'll pay you for the pipes. Let me choose what I want to watch. And I think that the, um, the, the cable cutter movement is is just beginning. I th- I I've, I've written something in here which I'm not going to mention because it's it's not really thinking forward. But but what I think Apple wanted to do was exactly what we all want, and that was to go to one device and get to see whatever you want through that device, and that was their ultimate game. They've now realised that that is almost an impossibility. When it comes to movies, TV series, uh, live stuff, you know, through the TV, it, it just doesn't happen that way. Um, so you go to Amazon and you watch a certain number of films. You go to Netflix and some of the same films are there, but there's pretty much a, a wide different load of different films. But actually, the films that you want to see are still not available on either of those services. So you have to then go to somewhere else. And actually, what happens is you end up buying particular service so until we get to a point where you can just go to your apple tv and it doesn't matter what you want to watch you can get it and you've got it at a fixed rate this device is going to be a device which sits along other devices to feed you with what you want I think I think actually there are the applications are the best thing because obviously you can then subscribe to lots of those um, those services, but they're not going to let go of that ser- service. And what Apple wanted was to say, you buy the Apple TV, you might pay a one-off service fee and you can get everything. And that's not happened. And I think it's going to be a long time before that does. But I think that was their ultimate gain with yeah, the Apple TV. I would agree with that. Okay. Anyway, I think so uh, you, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a bit sad here because you've not put any hardware down like mice or Apple Airport devices oh. or. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, I've got quite a long tip, so that's probably good that you didn't. Yeah, actually, I have a tip, too. Cool. Two tips. Two tips. But uh, first, we have to we have to Tip-tastic. say. Tastic. Tastic. Be careful how you say tip. that. Tip. Tip. Tip with a P. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Gaz, get us out of here. I like a P. Um, Stand by (laughs) to stand by. (laughs) (laughs) And after our P's, we'll be right back. Uh, Mind your P's and Q's. of the Essential Mac and the Rampant Mumblings podcast. And this is Carl Madden of the Mac and Forth Show podcast. You know what, Carl? No, never met him. But it's funny how many people ask. No, no, no. I mean, you know what we should do? Get better riders? Well, that goes without saying no. I think we should merge. Excuse me? Rampant Mumblings, Essential Mac, Mac and Forth should merge. Sounds messy. No, no, no. It'll be good. We can still have all the incisive news, views and opinions of Rampant Mumblings and Essential Mac along with... Well, whatever Mac and Forth has to offer. Hmm. And what should we call this new monster? Uh, I mean, venture. Well, it's still essentially an Apple-related show, so why not How Do You Like Those Apples? Catchy, but does it essentially sum up what an Apple show should be about? All right, how about Get Your Apples Here, An Apple A Day, Chatty Apple, Happy Pie... Oh, oh. 
just Apple. No, we essentially need something that is more Apple-related. Monkey tennis. Huh? No, no, no. We just need something essentially Apple that lets people know we will essentially be discussing Apple-related things. You knuckleheads. Just call your new podcast the Essential Apple Podcast for when people have essentially run out of good podcasts to listen to. Should have gone with monkey tennis. This is John F. Braun from the Mac Geek Gap Podcast, and there's no terminal command known to stop Guy and Gaz from making podcasts, but there should be. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the final section of this. Um, well, I think so far it's been a pretty good show, Guy, to be honest with you. Number 626, if you uh, forgot what number we're on. <laughs> I would agree with that. Good man. So you know what I'm doing. Um, I you're nodding your head. I am. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. I'm talking to you here, guy. Okay. Do you occasionally use Apple Music on your iOS device? Yes. Do you just want to use it with the synced music that you've downloaded that you've got from your Mac? And are you frustrated in knowing where the hell all that music is? Um, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know I am. So the new iOS does make it a tad, just a tad easier, but it's not idiot proof yet. So So when you open up the Apple Music app, you should see several options. And at the bottom, you'll see downloaded music. Yep. This is where you'll find your music that you've added to the device. Don't ask me, guy. Don't ask why they've said it's downloaded music. Okay? Just don't ask. Click on that particular option. And here you'll find your playlists, artists, albums, and song options. Yep, the lot. Now, there's one more little tip. When you start one of your songs from one of those options I've just mentioned... Uh, I bet the thing that you're thinking is, where's Shuffle gone? Well, click on the song that is playing at the bottom of the screen, and it will open up into full frame with the artwork. And you'll be able to see fast forward and pause, play, along with the timeline at the bottom. Now, at the top, you'll see an arrow pointing down. Yep, as I thought, click on that and you'll go back to the previous selection, i.e. with the songs and the song playing at the bottom. But guess what? What you can also do in that previous screen that I just mentioned, when you've clicked on the song at the bottom and it brings up the artwork, um, is you can actually scroll up ever so slightly. In fact, you can scroll up a lot because it comes up with the what's coming up next. But if you scroll up ever so, ever so slightly, you'll see the up next And by the side of those words, you'll see the shuffle and repeat options. Huzzah! (laughs) Oh, and interestingly, just to the left of the airplay option, you can see a little bit of white space. Well, if you tap on that white space, why would you tap on white space? But if you tap on that white space, (laughs) an option comes up. And that option gives you two, okay, three options, which are remove download, delete from the library, and cancel. And now I'm going for a lie down. Well, actually, uh, that is a good tip, but I actually have a tip today as well. Um, Something different in iOS 10, but not in a particularly good way. In the previous versions, you could double tap a message and an option to have the phone say it aloud would appear, would say speak. This was handy while driving when you shouldn't, but many do, be trying to read a text message. To get that working again, go to Settings, General, Accessibility, Speech, and then turn on Speak Selection. When the text comes in after that that you want to hear, Hold down on that individual message until a menu appears on the bottom, and it's in big letters, much bigger than the previous version, which is a good thing. And one of those choices will be speak. Push that, 
and the text will be read aloud to you. Now, from that previous, you know, settings, general accessibility, speech, and turn on speech selection, you can also speed up or slow down the speech, because I found that in previous versions, it said it so fast that half the time I couldn't understand it. And you can also select which voice that you want to read aloud the text. If you want it to sound like more like Siri, then you choose the Samantha voice. So yeah, that's, but that's how I was finally able to get it to work again. Can, can I, can I just jump in with another tip on top of your tip? Sure. Come in with a tip over my tip. This is tip-tastic. This is tip-tastic. Actually, when I'm driving along and if I get a message coming in, I actually ask Siri to read it to me. If, yeah, but see, I don't always have my phone plugged in. See, Get now, it plugged in. Now, it. you see, there's the tip. Tip. The tip here is plug your phone in so you can ask for something to be read to you rather than taking your eyes off the road and try to tap on your screen. I'm just thinking safety first. Ah, <laughs> for whatever reason, I'm, now my volume is like out of control. It's so I'm loud. Not, it's pegging. I'm nodding uh, my head. Oh. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. I swear, this week is, and I'm so sorry that the volume is going to be all over the place in this week's show, folks. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know why it's jumping up and down like this. Anyway. Gaz, do you have an app pick? <laughs> well, I lose my, <laughs> what's left of my mind? Um, well, as I've hinted uh, at the start of the show, we are looking at a possible house move. Um, and I've been looking um, at some floor planning software. Uh, the, now, the best I've found for the value, um, and will do exactly what I'm looking for, is uh, an app called Live Home 3D, which is $19.99 in the US store and £14.99 over in the UK. It does have an add-on for extra packages for items, so of you course. can add them into your house, but you don't you don't actually need them from what I've looked at so far. Um, but that's $9.99 in the US or $7.99 over here. Now, um, I'll put a link to that particular application, uh, which is available in the App Store. Um, there is a pro version, which is also in the App Store, which is about, I think it's about, oh, ooh, I'm going to guess now. I think it's about $39.99 over here, so it might be quite a bit more in the US. Um, and then the pro version allows you to add more floors and extra ways to make the planning of a building easier. But I don't particularly need that. So um, it looks like a good little application. I'm only just getting into it. Um, $14.99, reasonable price for software of this sort. Um, this would have cost you a few years ago <laughs> a, a damn sight more. Yeah. Now, there are other options available on the web and there are other, you know, much more complicated and, and powerful apps, but I really don't need that much power. It's really just floor planning that I'm looking at. So, um, so far, I'm liking it a lot. And uh, I, my app pick this week, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of movie editing software, even though I don't really do much movie editing anymore. Uh, but I, I keep looking at, at all these, these different movie editing software packages that are out there. And there's one there in the Mac app store. It's called movie edit pro. It's got multiple uh, tracks. It's, it's, you know, non-destructive editing and all the rest of that 1999 and it's got a very simple interface. Now, of course, as compared to something like uh, Premiere CC or Final Cut Pro, you're not going to have all those super powerful features that you would have in those packages. But honestly, for most people that, that just want to, you know, quickly and easily put a movie together and iMovie just seems way overcomplicated, a program like this will, would be right up your alley. So, uh, if you're interested in making movies and you want something that will still give you the ability to have multiple tracks and, and multiple audio tracks and all the rest of that, iMovie, or sorry, Movie Edit Pro Mac App Store, $19.99. And there will be links in the show notes to both of these products. They're, they're the same price. What's the same price? Oh, yeah. Hmm. So basically anyway. 40 quid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
no, that would be forty dollars and <laughs> whatever the UK, whatever the, uh, the pound. Anyway, yeah, the pound anyway. equivalent would be fourteen ninety nine, possibly. Um, okay, so moving on. Uh, little in the way of social stuff other than the fact that we are now at 179 uh, Facebook lickers. That means we've lost a licker this week. Now, I think that we should play the funeral march here because no one alive would have surely unliked us. Surely they wouldn't have done. So I'm not not hoping that they're dead. Well, they're dead to us. We really like that person, but now he's dead. <laughs> we are going to get so many complaints on that. Uh, we, you know we don't mean it. Anyway, if people want to complain, <laughs> yeah. or do you want to mention anything else at the moment? No, no, no. I think I've okay. given them enough fuel for the fire. <laughs> if you want to complain, Guy, how would they contact us? Oh, they could contact me via my newly reestablished after probably being gone for a year email address, which is Kai, G-U-I at MyMac.com. And the fact that no one complained, (laughs) that no one complained for that entire time means that I probably didn't get that much stuff anyway. But send me an email just so I can make sure it works. Worky works. Uh, You can also reach me on the Twitter. Hers and my screen name there is Mac Parrot. <laughs> and Gaz, did you know that we have a Skype number? Did you know that? I I didn't know that. Yeah, that's I mean, incredible. I when know. did you get that set up? Like three hundred and forty-one episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? Well, you've never mentioned it to me before. Yeah. Well, uh, for, all right. Hand to God, this will be the very first time that we mentioned this Skype number, which is, if you're outside of the United States, would be a plus one. And then the area code, which is 703, and the number is 436-9501. That's plus one, 703-436-9501. I'm anticipating hundreds of calls. Gaz, how can people get a hold of you? Well, I'm just expecting lightning strikes when you said hand to God. We never mentioned this before. Uh, no. Anyway. Um, okay, God loves so, me. I don't know why. Nor do I. Um, <laughs> not that nor do I love you, but not, uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> you can contact me, gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z at mymac.com. Or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z. M-A-Z or you can contact both Guy and myself (laughs) Guy and Gaz on the Twitters uh, twitter.com forward slash G-U-Y-A-N-D G-A-Z Curse Very terse said it really quickly And I (laughs) I think that's going to about do it this week Thank you all so very very much and I apologize again for however however horrible this audio is going to come out Um but we do thank you for downloading and listening to the MyMac.com podcast. And we realize that just because you downloaded doesn't necessarily mean that you also listen to it. Um, but if you do one or the other or both, that makes us really happy. And thank you so much for doing so. And I'm just going to skip right past that and say, Gaz, I think, because I'm burying myself here, that we're good enough. Yeah, you've got a great shovel, haven't you? Let's I get that do. Digger. I do, and that that shovel has got like about a 600 horsepower engine behind it, because I dig deep. It's a big and sort around. Uh, Anyway, go on. Yeah, I think we're good enough. I, (laughs) me, I believe, deep, deep in my heart, that hand to God, (laughs) we're smart enough, and doggone it. People like us. Okay, I'm going to change it slightly here. This is Igbu. Okay, now we where the hell they speak that we don't know. We but don't. Igbu is the language. Now I'm going to try and do my best here. I really am going to try and do my best here because the message which is behind this is really important for anybody <laughs> in the US and a lot of people Probably outside the, the US. Yeah, around the world. Okay, so Igbu. Onyi Mara Ihi Odinehu 
Na o siri. Is that no? Sorry, na o sir sir. Iki digmakpa digka. You okay? You sound like you're becoming nauseous or something. A go, a go logo, a go logo, a gi o buggy Trump. <laughs> Dodgy slot car guy. End. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. <laughs>